0: Welcome to this is your book club podcast. I'm Sarah and I'm Jamie. Welcome
1: back. Lovely to have you here. So good. We're talking talk about books? books. Favorite day of the week? Oh. It really, really is.
0: I just wish the we n- did it
1: more often. The number two thing after the number one thing, I worded this really strange. <laughs> the best thing <laughs> in life is reading books. Yes. The second best thing. Is, talking, is about
0: talking about it
1: the books that you've read.
0: Good call.
1: So le- there, that's a better way to phrase it. I love it.
0: I love it so very much.
1: I get so excited for this.
0: And then it makes me go like, okay, now what can I go and read so that I can then talk about what it is I just right. read?
1: Yes. And what books have you read so we can talk together? Seriously. Yes. Talk to me about books if you see me on the street.
0: Totally. Ask me what I'm reading. I'll talk your ear off. Please have a book ready to share with me. Yes. Because I want to know what you're reading or what you think I should read. Absolutely. Like I, I am always, always wanting to hear about I need what a shirt that says read. Tell me what to read next. Tell me what to read next. Or ask me about what book I'm reading.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need to make a shirt. We totally do. What's on your shelf? What's on your shelf shirt? Tell me what you're what tell me what's on your shelf.
0: <sighs> yes. Merch. We need it. I think we do. Because I actually want people to do that.
1: I do. Don't, I don't want to talk to strangers unless you're going to talk to me about books.
0: Then you might be stuck with me for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm good. You will not regret it. No.
1: It will be so good. I'm amazing to talk to. Especially about <laughs>
0: books.
1: <laughs> if you bring that category to the table. Right. Let's talk. Okay. Sounds like we need some shirts. I, I think say that's that. a really good idea. Um, but for right now, Anthony Doerr. The author of Cloud Cuckoo Land, yes. which is our book for this month, the month of November. He also wrote, I mentioned this before, but he wrote a memoir called Four Seasons in Rome. And so I was reading a little bit about that specific book. And um, so interesting. Another okay. little interesting tidbit about his life. This is him.
0: Okay, I I can't imagine writing a memoir Right when, now, yeah. I mean, he's written he's, books. He's written books, and he's fairly young. So to have written a memoir after, I just think like, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to read what's happened to him, but I just think like, how do you write a book about writing books? Yeah. Like, so I wrote a book, mm-hmm. and I wrote and this is
1: how I wrote, and then a book. I
0: wrote a lot. And this person gave me this idea about maybe I should add that in my book. Like, yeah. what does that look like? Well, let me tell you, please, because it's it fascinates me.
1: So on this is it on the same day that Anthony Dorr's wife gave birth to newborn twins, Dora learned he'd won the Rome Prize. A chance to spend a year at the American Academy in Rome. Wow. All expenses paid. A year.
0: With newborn twins, with or newborn do twins. they stay home?
1: Nope, they go with him. Oh my gosh. So the book is called Four Seasons in Rome. It describes Doerr's subsequent year in the Eternal City, reading Pliny the Elder, visits the piazzas, temples and churches of Rome, attending the vigil of a dying Pope John Paul II, trying and failing to write the novel that would eventually become All the Light We Cannot See, and raising twin babies. To call this a travel book, said Kirkus Reviews, is to sell it short. It is delightful, funny, and full of memorable scenes. Don't leave for Rome without it. Wow. Just packed up and take newborn baby twins. Ew. I mean, you don't pass up a You don't. A prize like that?
0: No, you and can't. And for
1: someone who gets all the prizes, that's a good one. Wow. A year all expenses paid. That's amazing. In Rome. And he's worked That's where he worked on that book. And so this is his memoir about those four seasons. Cool.
0: Wow, that's really cool. I kind of want to read it. Maybe I just don't live like I'm supposed to be living then I might have mm. something to write about yeah maybe yeah. if I won more prizes because so, this is what I like I Could think about what I'd write prize? about my so I drove my kid here yeah. and then I drove my other kid here then I picked first kid up to take and took third kid there. and in
1: between while I was waiting for the second kid <laughs> and then had to drop the third kid off we ran into target
0: yeah and then we, but grabbed we only had 10 minutes chick-fil-a on the way home <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the things I'm going to tell you. It made me frustrated when my kids didn't clean up their clothes off the floor or put right. their backpacks in their locker.
1: Right, all
0: the things. That's what my memoir would look like. Ooh. I cried because I asked 50 times to do the same thing. And my kids say, you keep telling me what to do. And I said, no, it's one thing. One thing. It's one thing I asked you if to you do a different times. If you would do it, I times. would quit telling you what to do. Because it'd be done. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just just kidding. But these are the things that make me sad these days. So, you know, that's really interesting. That's a memoir everyone's going to buy. Yeah. Not. But maybe a year in Rome. A year. Yep. That would be something to talk about. Yeah. But yeah. we can
1: commiserate on our the day in the life of us anytime. Anytime, yeah. I don't need to write about everyone, it. Everyone, everyone can relate.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, he's cool. really he's an interesting really author. led quite an exceptional life. Like for a young like to not it's just a very different path. I will put it yeah. that way. And I, it seems like things have just kind of taken him here and there and around.
1: I keep saying he's young. I don't even really know how old he is. He just appears young. Let's see. Born in seventy three, he's three years older than me. So four what, years older than me, right? Oh, don't say that. That makes me sound old. That only four years older than me is that. But you're right.
0: Right? Yeah, he'd be fifty and twenty three. Yep. That's young.
1: I'd say that's that relatively young, young to have so done all success. that he's done. Yeah,
0: and it feels like even like it just is very um, sporadic and. Although, like, it's just not like a normal, this stuff, and then I wrote a second book, and then I wrote a third book, and then that book did this. It, yeah. It's just kind of like, he's just doing all these things. Like, yeah. what what's going to happen today? What's next? Right? I yeah. think that's cool. Yeah. Good for and him. And he lives in Idaho. And that's where he chooses that's to make home. he chooses home. to stay. I love it. I know. Good awesome. for him.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Cool. I know you've finished the book already. I will be starting it when I finish the book I'm reading right now. Can't
0: wait so it's to talk coming about it. soon. I know. And it's going to be good.
1: I'm excited to talk about Can't it. Can't
0: wait to hear what I would love if any of our listeners have read it. Please talk to me about it. I want to hear everybody's thoughts. She's dying thoughts. over here because I, really I haven't have. read it yet. Keeping those thoughts to myself. Okay. But oh, I do want to hear I'll what everybody thinks next. about it. Let kay. us know. Until then. Until then. What have you been reading, Sarah? Gosh, so many. Yep. But today, um, I'm going to talk about, first, When Ghosts Come Home by Wiley Cash. Have you heard of this one? No. I have not. I actually have no idea how I heard about this book. Wiley Cash. I haven't heard of that author, I don't believe. Um... It's a new book. It just came out in September. But not his first. Like okay. he has A Land More Kind Than Home, This Dark Road to Mercy, The Last Ballad. Anyway, quite a few. He is a writer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's this isn't his books. first.
0: Yeah, go around. Okay. Um it the book takes place just a quick overview. The book takes place in North Carolina on the coast. La, 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 la. I I am like You're a new lover lately. of North Carolina if I haven't mentioned that already. I didn't know that when I started it. So that was like a very happy surprise. It was a surprise, okay. Um takes place in the 80s. Okay. Um you follow a sheriff. There's a there's a couple of main characters. There's a sheriff who is older in his 60s. He's coming up on re-election and is worried he's gonna lose his seat to a younger guy. Mm-hmm. Um and then his daughter, who is a grown adult, and she at the very, very beginning, like has um has a stillborn baby. And so she's got this trauma she's dealing with and she lives in Texas. And so anyway, she comes home in her sadness and um mm-hmm there's a a plane lands in the middle of the night on this really quiet run. Like there's no flight, like they maybe have three flights in a day.
1: Mm-hmm. And in
0: the middle of the night, this plane comes in and he lives close to the, to the airport and so he hears it like it's gonna hit his house and so he gets dressed and he goes out there he's late and he's old and he's gonna go check it out and actually finds a dead body and so all these things are happening this happens like right at the very beginning and he is like this might save my seat right like i might be able to keep my job if Uh i handle this this correctly yeah so he takes it very seriously and he you get to see him be a sheriff and figure out this case in the eighties when there's not like the normal, like what we expect. Yes. What we expect in solving crimes
1: technology. No.
0: Yeah. And then he's got his daughter home and his wife is, you know is sick with cancer and so there's just a lot of things happening like in his personal life and he's trying to solve this case and this is a big deal for their community anyway it was it was really good you liked it i really liked it it wasn't like the the, the best part about it was i think i i we we're i'm halfway through and it was like oh i'm halfway through do you know what i mean like before you like, even you're like how what I just started it. Yes. I'm already here. Yes. It was like that. That's always it was that kind of a book. I love like that I was just shock. like, oh. And I just really liked it. I really just liked the characters. I don't want to spoil anything. I want you to be as yeah. surprised as I was Kay. with how it all goes, like the direction it goes. And I will say that I I kind of suspected what was coming, but then the end was, I was like, no, and mm. yes, all at the same time. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. But it was good. I made me, I didn't realize he's until we were sitting here that he's written other books. And now I'm like, Oh, what else am I going to read of his? Cause I did. I did really like you it. really I, liked it. Yeah. It was good. I gave it
1: three stars. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay. For me, that was a great start. I read the great believers by Rebecca McKay. Okay. Now this was it's also, been
0: on my list a while.
1: This, it was on my wait list forever. Mm. It took a while to get. Um, was this one that took a well? while? Maybe I'm going to take that back. I don't know. It's the reason it's been on my mind for a long time is because it was on the um uh, armchair traveler summer book list from goodreads oh
0: okay and so
1: and i had you know so i've been looking at it for a long time it's on that list which i scroll all the time to see which one i'm going to read next okay and i hadn't read any for a while i'd kind of left that list for a little bit and went back and um and saw this one and was like oh let's get this one. Oh my gosh yeah so heavy so Ooh, good good so good heavy a good heavy like so good. This is, it takes, it kind of flashes back um to the eighties, maybe even the late seventies and modern times. And it's, it takes place in Chicago and it's the height or just right before the height of the AIDS epidemic. And so it follows this group of friends and um, a majority of them are, gay males and the close-knit community they had because their families had disowned them. This was a time when there was very little acceptance of um, homosexuality. And so they had nobody. And so they're just, they are each other's family. They are their community. And they are living a great, they're having fun, they're living, you know, just, living as best they can after being like, some of them kicked out as teenagers when their parents caught them, you know, or found out about them. And so they were kicked out at a young age and they're just surviving and they're just, you know, they take care of each other. They move in with each other when this happens and they, they find their group that becomes their family. Yeah. And then they start getting sick and nobody really knows what this is. And it's, it's very prevalent in the gay community and, um, the treatment, its nobody knows how to treat it, nobody knows how it's spread, they're treated like lepers, everyone suits up, and they pretty much have to take care of each other, because they have no family, they have no one to take care of them. They don't have, a lot of them didn't have the money for the medical care they needed, so they ended up in yucky hospitals, and just, I mean, it was, I, I mean, I've heard these things, I've heard of it, sure. but to read a story- with characters
0: that that, gives you like a front yeah yeah
1: it's heartbreaking and these the um the people that got sick first and died sad but the ones who didn't get sick until later or didn't get sick at all they ended up being the caregivers over and over and over again to the next one and the next one, and putting on the My funerals, goodness. because mm-hmm. their families didn't often do a funeral for them, they were disowned. So they were putting on funeral after funeral after funeral, taking care, taking care, taking care. Meanwhile, also trying to put together um, support groups and get allies and get services and just, you know, they were trying to have like they had like a nonprofit organization that was trying to help and better this community. But the turnover of the leaders of these groups was super high because oh they'd get sick and die. And then the next person, so it was just exhausting to keep doing it, starting over again. They were just starting over again because so many of them died in the middle of all of it. It was. It's devastating it is. It's awful and it so, was a beautifully written book. I was
0: book. just gonna say, like, is it that sounds like a really hard book to hard. read. Hard.
1: There I did have to stop. I had to stop and walk away
0: yeah. and read other
1: things and then come back to it. Sometimes it was just too hard.
0: And it seems like it would be hard.
1: And I'm I'm sure for a lot of people who lived this or knew people at this time that it is a similar tale. Um because I, it, it was, there were moments of, I just can't take it. I can't take the sadness anymore. And I'd walk away and then I came back and it's beautifully written. It's a beautiful story. I do recommend you read end. it, make it to the end. Um, But it's, a, it's a hard one. Oh. Yeah, it's a hard one. Uh, I gave it four stars.
0: But a part of our history, we probably absolutely. know.
1: Yep. I absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So. Wow. Very good. There you go. Sheesh. I know, I don't right? I know how to go from there. I kind of have had some dark ones lately. I needed some good palate cleansers. Sometimes yeah. you just need a lighthearted, no brainer, silly book in oh, between. Oh, yeah.
0: There is a purpose for all the books. Yeah.
1: For sure. I've had some heavy ones lately. So, yeah,
0: that one sounds like one of those. Yeah. Okay. Well, my next book. Yeah. That I'm going to talk about is bridge of clay i haven't heard of this one either yeah this was a recommendation for me um it's by marcus Zusak. okay you will know him because he also wrote the book thief
1: you know I haven't read the book
0: thief. I haven't
1: read it either. Yeah, I think I'm the only one, really. I have not read it. I've either. never read it, and everyone's
0: like, "You haven't read the book thief." That's because it's been rated in Goodreads by two million and sixty four thousand five hundred fifty people,
1: <laughs> but not Sarah and Jamie.
0: Not Sarah and Jamie. Yeah. You read all the books. Nope, I have not read that one. I haven't either. I. It's World War Two. We've talked about this. Yeah, but Bridge of Clay is not World War Two. Okay same author. Okay. Um a friend of mine recommended it. She loved it so much and could not believe I hadn't read it. Um I had not. I hadn't heard of it actually. It was new to me. Um I haven't heard of it either. And I think I know why she loved it. The story is of five brothers and their parents and like just like they're being brought up mm-hmm. and then into adulthood. Um and you know, just the whole, and they live in Australia, and it's just, and so I love the accent. I can never get enough of that. I love yeah. all Australian accents. Um, but this friend of mine that recommended to, it to me is the mama for boys. So this is very right. Personal I mean, to her, I think that she just could relate yeah. to you know their relationship with each other and. Um, I It was that I actually really, really loved. They have a very fun, honest, like, we're all different. We're rough and tumble boys and wrestling and down and dirty. And, you know, maybe not always nice, Uh but we always love. You know, it was just that kind of attitude. Um, My, and and I like the book. I liked the story a lot. My problem with the book was that it's kind of all over the place. Okay. Like, it jumps from past to present, like... Hard to track really quickly and and quite often. Mm-hmm. So wait, you're. I would be like, wait, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, this was before. And then I'd be like, oh no, now we're now we're now, now. We're here. Yeah. So it's kind of like jumping throughout mm-hmm. that it was really hard for me to like keep track of where we were in time. Um, and it, it would even jump like like as the kids are learning about their parents pass. So we're jumping from like, we're talking about a kid, but then all of a sudden we're talking about the kids child or the parents childhood. So it was just a lot of right. that. It yeah. was super confusing. And that was, I think my hardest part. So the story was a little bit slow and then it was super confusing. And when, when you have that many characters and they're all boys and they all, you know what right. I mean? Like I'm like, right. no, which one? And Who's so, who? yeah. Trying to keep track of who was who and who was doing what and all of that was difficult but the story is very good and like what they what they went through is a lot you know yes. it's just it was a lot but it was good so i gave it three stars but i would just say be ready for the jumping through time i think maybe if i had had maybe a i had expected that a little bit more yeah. it would have been easy but it was pay attention do you think if i'm assuming you listened Yes, to it. I listened.
1: Do you think if you read it, it would be an easier follow? Sometimes I feel like certain formats are better to read the hard copy of. You can follow that a little better.
0: That is a really good question. I, I'm sure it would have, for me too, to see the names rather than hearing, you know, like if I can right. like see the names and remember. When there's a lot easier. of characters. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's easier to read.
0: And I don't know how they like. I'm not seeing the chapter heads, so I'm not. You know, maybe if I turned a page and it was like you could see the break and you could right. see the jump, mm-hmm. um, that made it maybe would have maybe been would have made
1: a difference. That's a
0: really good point, actually, yeah. because that was my biggest complaint. That I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Where, where? Where are we? Are we? What's happening what here? And once I caught on to like the format of it, mm-hmm. it was definitely easier to follow. And I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, we jumped. Oh, yeah. we jumped. Oh, Here we, we jump. are. Oh, we're back, yeah, you know, oh, this is Clay. Oh, this is Michael. Oh, this is Matthew. Like, you know, it was like, yeah, trying to keep track of that. But I did really like the story and and now I'm wondering if I just did it in the wrong format. i th-
1: I wonder that sometimes I started a book this today, actually, and I shut it off and was like, yeah, no,
0: you're gonna read it,
1: but I think maybe I'll read it. Because I think it was just one of those that it's not going to sit well. I need to focus more on it. Sure. And that yeah. requires me to sit down and not think about anything else. Yeah. And when I'm listening to an audiobook, I'm often doing other things. And yes. so I'm and not. most
0: of the time, like really 90% of the time, that's not an issue. Yeah, right. Like right. I can be but doing there are- the dishes and listening or driving and listening. Yeah.
1: But there are times I think. Sitting down in yeah. certain books, certain yes. genres, certain yes. books require a little more attention. Yeah. Maybe that and was... And maybe
0: just like the way that they... I really keep... Now that you say that, I'm like, I can see that in a book. Like, just a couple of breaks in a line, uh-huh. right? To know that we've jumped now we're time hearing.
1: or we've switched. Yeah. And they're not... You or can't maybe they bolded that. something in there that doesn't come across as bold yeah. in an audiobook.
0: Yeah. That's such a good point. And now I'm thinking that probably had a lot to do with it. So maybe don't listen. I think you would like it more if you read this one. That might be a hard copy. And I still, like, even with that, I gave it three stars. Like, it's a good book. It just was confusing at times, at the beginning. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. If you've read it, let us know. If you read I it know. or listen to
1: it, what, what do you think? I'd love
0: to hear about it. Okay.
1: My next one is My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell. Ooh.
0: Have you read it? No. I have seen this one, though. I don't it's- think I have. Let me double check here. My kay. dark Vanessa. No, I've I have seen this and I have not, not had the chance it. to read it yet.
1: It was so good. Was it? So good. Um, I'm gonna say another hard one. I Some was hard just gonna things say, to swallow.
0: Now that I'm reading the synopsis uh-huh, again, I'm yep. like, no, this one's like I remember why I haven't read it yet, because it's like a topic that makes my stomach a little queasy.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. So it the story is about a girl, Vanessa, and she goes, she begs her parents to go to this boarding school when she's 14 or 15. Um, She just, it's just such a good opportunity. And she's really smart. She loves to write and it's well known for their writing um, classes. And so they let her go and she is groomed and um I don't even know the word to put it in but her her writing teacher she ends up having a relationship with her writing teacher so I'm guessing physical f- yes yes they become in a relationship and so and he he totally grooms her okay um and so it is stat- I mean it's rape because she she's is under age and he is quite a bit older than her. Oh. It's not even like he's 24 just out of college. He's like an old man. Older man, like late I think Ew. when they meet he's so 42 gross. or 30 so late 30s early 40s and she's a 15-year-old girl. And she believes oh, that he knows it's wrong but he can't help but be in love with her. He is
0: trying to Talk fight about these an feelings. Ego boost. Yes, like, and it's, I'm just that amazing to him.
1: Right. And so, and she's this young girl who's just like, you, it's love. This is love. And so she, and, and it obviously uh. the trauma to her that she doesn't even realize at these very formative years where everything's so confusing and the accusations that are made and the rumors that are spread. And he gives her the book Lolita. And it references Lolita a lot. And I read that last year. Yes, I remember
0: you talking about it.
1: And then we also read, what was the other one? Rust? Stardust. Rust and Stardust?
0: Yes, yes.
1: It kind of tells the other perspective of a Lolita type story. The the young girl's perspective. This would be kind of the in-between of two. And the realization of... She doesn't realize what this has done to her. She doesn't see it okay. as a problem.
0: Well, you can understand why
1: and why, yeah. And so it kind of follows her through years past after. Uh it it just wow. Oh my.
0: And it's it was it wasn't like crazy disturbing because no, I don't want to be crazy disturbed.
1: It's disturbing.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. So go ahead and be disturbed. It's worth the disturbance. But
1: it's very, very well written. And it gives a really good look into how this happens, how young girls get wrapped up in this, and the trauma and what it takes after to heal from it. Oh. Like, it it encompasses all of it. Yeah. The... Yeah. I... I gave it five stars.
0: Wow. It's even though it
1: like like,
0: so sad
1: and it's sad and it just so well written. And the, um, the author Kate Elizabeth Russell, she says in here, this is by all means a work of fiction. This is not my story, even though yes, I went to a, a boarding school. Yes, I quit the boarding school and came home early. This did not happen to me. I did not have a teacher at my boarding school. Please don't, this is- Read into this. Uh, don't read into this. This is absolute fiction. But she went, there's a big long interview at the end of the audiobook with her and with the person who um, reads the, the voice
0: mm-hmm.
1: actress of the book about the writing and the performance of the audiobook. And she talks about, she started writing this as a teenager- really yeah and it it just the whole wow. the whole idea the whole thought for someone who didn't experience it it is you Feels you would realistic. read this and be like this is her story it is very which is
0: why they have to put the which disclaimer. is why they have
1: to put that in the beginning because it is very believable as that this is this is a, what happens in these experiences oh, it was it was goodness. very well written it's very good but it is it's dark it's
0: so Again,
1: like I said, right? I've been reading some hard reads lately, but I
0: looked it well up, written. And another yeah. friend of mine has read it, okay. gave it four stars. Yeah. And she said, this is a book that I had a love-hate relationship with. The topic is tough, but real. The book mm-hmm. is well written. The characters are real to you, but you will hate what is happening.
1: Absolutely. Uh, that is so well put. Yep. Thank you, Sally. Yes, that Crazy. is exactly how I felt about it.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, when I was done with Lolita, I was like, yuck, yuck, and yuck. Don't read this. It's yuck. I don't regret that I read it. I think it was... Lolita? Lolita. Okay. Um, But it's yuck. It's just <laughs> gross. And this is too, but I enjoyed this more than Lolita. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's very just similar. Just know what you're getting into. Yeah, just know. Ex- yeah. Yeah. You will hate it
0: and love it, apparently.
1: But a great, I'm glad these topics are being written about.
0: Yeah, we that's can have true. these
1: discussions. That's true. We can talk about what grooming looks like, what pedophilia looks like, what love is and isn't, and at what age it is appropriate, and from a person who has um, authority over you, what it looks like at that point. These are conversations that need to be had yeah. with our young kids, because I mean, I'm not saying young, but our teenagers, this yeah. is, these are important topics to bring to light. So. Wow.
0: Very good. There you go. Look at your books.
1: Sheesh. Ugh. I know they've been heavy. I, I told you I needed a palate cleanser. Yeah, I needed some really did. laugh and la I hope you had
0: some. All right, my next book is Braving the Wilderness, The Quest for True Belonging and the Courage to Stand Alone by Brene Brown. Oh, Brene. Brene! She's like first name basis to I know. so
1: many right now.
0: Right? This one, I I will say, a lot of her books are research heavy. hmm And sifting through her research and getting in the deep of her research is boring for me, if I'm being quite honest. <laughs> okay i love what she finds but like getting sifting through it all to me i struggle sometimes i have to like read her books generally i don't know what made me put this one on but i did and i when i started it i didn't know anything about it it just was Burnet, mm-hmm. and um i really really liked it this is not like her other books that are so research heavy, yes, she mentions and references her research, mm-hmm. but it's not about that. It's really just about her findings and the implementation of it and it's her own personal experience and how she she does like back it up and find and says, yeah, like this was my experience, and yeah, other people are saying that they're having yeah. similar feelings. um so it's not just her feelings, but it is her experience. Okay. and um. I As I got into it, I thought that it was a new book. Like, I thought this was a new release because it feels so um, relevant to exactly what we're dealing with going through the pandemic and politics and all that goes in hand in hand with that. But she wrote this in 2017. Well, it was published in 2017. In 2017.
1: So she worked on it prior to that. Yes. So leading up to... Yes, without knowing what was really going to hit the fan just around the corner. Exactly. Wow.
0: So, anyway, I I really liked it. She's it's not a long one. Um like I listened and it it was about 4 hours or so, which is a not a very long one. Um but it's it really was just about like, you know, as humans, we just we have this innate need to fit in and to belong somewhere and have like our group and our people that we belong, a place to belong, like a family, you Mm -hmm. know, obviously number one, you fit in your family, you belong in your family. And then like you want to belong with people outside of that, like in work situations or friendship situations and (laughs) how do we find belonging? And, um, it's just a core part of who we are, Mm -hmm. right. Is finding belonging. Right. And she quotes Maya Angelou. Quite a bit, and she talks about how much she adores her and looks up to her, and in all of her life, from the time she discovered Michelangelo, just loved everything that she ever said, and except one thing, she said she heard one thing that she said where she said, "Um, um I belong everywhere. I belong nowhere. I belong to myself." Or so I am totally butchering that, but mm-hmm. the idea is like you really don't belong anywhere. Like, you yeah. only need to belong to yourself. Mm. And she was like, no, actually, connection mm-hmm. is important. And you need to connect and belong with others. And it, it was basically, it talks a lot about, it's not the whole book. You know, there's a lot of referencing to her journey of understanding that idea. And... Um, how we can be true to ourselves and really find safety within ourselves while also showing respect and kindness to others and therefore also being able to connect to others. Anyway, yeah. it was it's really good. I am not it doing a very good job like no. describing it. But I I didn't have a clue what I was getting into when I started it. And I don't think you need to. It It's just good. Just good. And it's very relevant.
1: I think really the only recommendation you need is Brene Brown. I know. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, Read totally. It. I gave it four stars. Yeah. It was good. And I, I did definitely love it. And you know what else I walked away with? My thought was like, you know, I don't, I, I, you always have to think about it. Mm -hmm. I always have to like take time and ingest the things that I just hear from her and learn and grow. And I don't know that I always like grasp and 100% like, yes, yes. Like everything, single thing she says, but I also walk away going like, that's okay. Yeah. Like I can take that. And, and. Taking time to maybe like I'm not where she is, and I'm still right. learning and growing. And just like she said with my Angela, who she adored and loved, she didn't agree with that one statement. And her like learning and growing and finding understanding. Right. Anyway, yes. and that's kind of where I was like, yeah, like I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm understand. I'm still gaining understanding right. and perspective. And there are things you don't understand yet.
1: Yeah, and exactly. that doesn't mean you won't. No, exactly. We keep our minds open. To then be able to understand it exactly. once you finish doing what you're doing now, and yeah,
0: here's where I am. Where you're at here, yeah, here's where I am, and I'm sure she's somewhere else on her playing field. But yeah, it was just yeah. I kind of walked away going like I'm, I don't get that. I I hear what you're saying, but yeah, I'm not fully get like I don't get. I don't mm-hmm. know that I'm yeah, and that's okay, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. Anyway, it was good. I would definitely. Especially in that, like, if you're looking for some sort of peace, maybe some ways to get through all the chaos that is our world today. Mm -hmm. This is a good help. It would be a good help.
1: Oh, good. I think we can all relate to that. Yeah, right for sure. So, cool. Okay, my next one is The Sun Does Shine. I talked about this on the last What's on Your Shelf because I talked about Just Mercy, which is um, the story... From the lawyer's point of view, the lawyer who helps um, uh, prisoners on death row. Yes. And so this is the main person um, Just Mercy is talking about, Anthony Ray Hinton. So he was on death row. He was on death row. He spent 30 years on death row, wrongly convicted.
0: Did not commit the crime. Did not commit the crime. 30 years of his life.
1: 30 years of his life. And and he was um, sentenced at a very young age. So he, like, I want to say in his early 20s. Yes. Mid 20s, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so he spent a good portion of his life. That is horrific. It is actually. horrific. And he, his thoughts and his experiences on death row and the people that he um, he befriends, his community, these, the people on death row are his community. Yeah. And he starts a book club. Oh
0: my God.
1: As a death row inmate, you're not allowed books. And so he got them to allow, you could have a Bible and two books. Wow. And so they start a book club. And so they would discuss, they'd talk about books they had heard about, because there's no way to research this. They don't have access to any kind of research. And so then they'd ask the guards or whoever, you know, like, hey, is there any way you can get us this book? And they'd get the book and they'd pass it around. And then they're all just in their jail cells, just talking through the walls about, well, what do you think of this perspective? Well, have you ever thought about it this way about books, like having a way really to get deep out conversations? Of your situation, right? For a minute, yeah.
0: let's like think about something. else. And
1: it was a, it was that the book club was a quite a bit of therapy because they were bringing up things from their lives, which are a lot of times the reason they're there, whether guilty or not. Yeah. there are things, they had traumas lives. they've had yeah. in their lives. Um, predominantly wow. black males. Oh, yeah. On death row, there were a few women, but he learned all of their names, all the people who were put to death while he was on death row. And he learned all of their names and he would say them because he didn't want them to ever be forgotten or to ever be oh my not a person because they were people regardless of their actions. They were people and there were 54 in the oh, 30 years he was wow. on death row. There were 54 that were executed, and for a lot of that time, his cell was right next to the room where the electric chair was, and they were electrocuted, and Ew. he could smell the smells. Ew. And he, and can you
0: imagine knowing, like, that was going to be and, you one
1: day? Yeah, exactly, sitting there knowing that, yeah, that that's what you had in this your future. Is, yeah, this
0: is what you have to look forward to. Oh, yeah. my gosh, a part of me goes, like, just get it over with.
1: Yeah, like, and, I, and he even says, I had come to the point where, just do it. I'm yeah, done. I'm right?
0: done. It's not, like, what is that life? Because there was so many years of
1: day. hope because they were overturning it or getting an appeal or, you know. And after so many denials, he was like, there's no more hope. Yeah. I'm going to die here. Let's just, just do it. Do it. What What is my purpose here? But the title of the book, The Sun Does Shine, um how i found life and freedom on death row like he did find life there and found connection and found oh um a way to bring hope to others in other ways you know to connect with other people it was really good i gave it five stars wow it's 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 a good book
0: wow you're so, reading all the heavy things i know
1: i like i i know yep
0: wow i need Very
1: good and it's just what's come available cuz they were on hold forever. Isn't that always the way it it's goes? It's like, come on. I need one of these more lighthearted books to come just an in-betweener, but
0: I know this Can't is what you came mix up. It up for me. Yeah. For real. I agree.
1: We need to make an app where you check out books like the library, but we mix them up for you so there's not too many heavy ones in a row.
0: Seriously, that would be so Somebody
1: nice. make that algorithm. Please, That'd be nice. I will yeah. use it.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay my last book yes is the christmas carol by charles dickens
1: love this one
0: so i have never
1: read the book before i am so glad you did i
0: know i was actually like um i don't even know like it came across my book when i'm looking for books it came across and i was like oh i've seen the movie like movie different movie versions and plays like Mm -hmm. hundreds of times right but never actually read the book and i kind of thought well i i'll do it it's christmas ish Mm -hmm. we're getting to the season and i need to get in the mood i'm gonna listen and i thought this this will be interesting because i thought it would be the language would be maybe difficult to understand or I don't know, just that it would be, I know to It's a classic, and sometimes they're a
1: little more wordy, and, and it's slower, harder. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. it's,
0: it's well depicted on screen. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: Good
0: book. But I loved it. It's great. I loved it so much. Yeah. I was like, I'm it was so not hard did. to understand. It was the beautiful story, yeah. exactly as it was meant to be told. Yeah. And I loved, I mean, I obviously gave it five stars. And I honestly finished it going, I need to read this every year i need to start off kick off the season to get in the generos- good time generous right spirit now. yes yeah anyway yeah. it's just one of those stories obviously we have a local um play house theater theater yeah um that does this play every christmas mm-hmm. and i've seen it a f- number of times there to the point where i'm like yeah 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 i probably need a break but this, I don't think you do. I mean, to take yeah. just an afternoon, it's only like three hours, it's not long, mm-hmm. and to listen to the story and to remember, like, what is the meaning of our life? Not right. just Christmas. Yeah. Like, what is the meaning of our life? Am I am I focused on the right things? Just to recenter. Mm-hmm. It's just a good, feel-good story. Have you
1: seen the movie, The Father of Christmas, about yes. the writing of this book? I love that,
0: too. I did, like, too. Like, I just
1: love it. I love the whole...
0: It is such a great message. Yeah. Anyway, so go listen to a Christmas Carol. Get ready for Christmas season.
1: My kids and I listened to it last year on a road trip right before Christmas, and I was surprised how much they enjoyed it. Really? Teenagers on the younger end of teenagers, but they really liked it as well. I need
0: to bring it out for my kids. Yeah.
1: I think I was I was surprised. I was like, Hey, it's a classic, you have to watch it you have to listen to it with me. Where you're in the car, you can't go anywhere. But they liked it. So there you go.
0: That's just so good. It was great.
1: Okay, so for my last one, I listened to Poison for Breakfast. What? By Lemony Snicket. Oh. I love him.
0: <laughs>
1: he, for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, um, Lemony Snicket wrote a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Which is a fantastic series. And if you know his way of writing, he it's just so unique. He just has a unique language. Totally. He'll stop and be like, and in this instance, this word means so and so. And if you didn't know, <laughs> I mean this. And so it is just Lemony Snicket in his finest. It's only three hours, the audiobook. Okay. So it's short, but it's about um, a guy who wakes up. He's very particular. He makes himself a breakfast. His breakfast consists of black tea with honey a piece of toast with a slice of cheese and a pear. And he has his <laughs> breakfast. And then he finds a note that says, your breakfast was poison. There was poison in your breakfast. And so he reads this note and he's like, what? Okay. I've eaten poison. I'm going to die. What do I do with this information now? Uh-oh. And so he decides that until he dies, he's going to try to figure out what he ate that was poisoned and why it was poisoned. So he just goes (laughs) down this rabbit hole of, he goes to the tea shop and he's talking to the tea person. And then he he goes off on his rant, you know, like he does his little rabbit holes of, and the owner of this tea shop, who (laughs) this and this and this, and then it comes back around to the story and it talks about the poison. And then it's off to the honey where he gets the local honey and the syrup of the bees and blah, Blah, blah. I mean, it just goes <laughs> off on all these tangents like he does, but always coming back to researching his breakfast and what could possibly be poisoned and why. And it's just endearing.
0: Oh, my it's goodness. It's just that is fun, fun
1: and different and lighthearted, easy. That is fun. It And he's just fun. I just love him. I love his... There is your palate cleanser. Yeah, it was good.
0: What did you give it?
1: i gave it four stars
0: awesome yeah
1: it was really fun
0: okay a fun quick
1: lemony snickety read
0: right yeah that was fun. awesome yeah I haven't even read that i didn't even realize there were books outside of the curious well, I'm just series, lost, of series of unfortunate unfortunate events.
1: events he does I've- have a couple others my son got his um like a mem- his memoir He wrote a memoir and it's just as quirky and weird. Like it has a cover, but then another cover inside the cover. And he has all, he's just quirky. I love it. (laughs) So I didn't, I haven't actually read that one, but I've looked through the covers and read some of the little things on it and I need to, I need to sit down and read it. He loved it, said it was great. That's fun. He's got a couple other things out there, but this one came out this year, 2021. Oh,
0: it's new. It's a new
1: one. And um, it's, yeah, it's just cute. It's fun. Just like How he is. How awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and I don't, I was just looking it up on Goodreads, uh-huh. and I looked him up on Goodreads. Yeah. And have you seen his picture? No. It's the back of him. Oh, that's just so him. Right?
1: <laughs> is, and, it,
0: and like, even funny. in his like, author, like about the author. Yeah. It's like, Lemony Snicket had an unusual education and a perplexing youth, and now endures a despondent adulthood. Just as he writes. Yeah. I love. Yes. I love it so much. Is, right?
1: Yes. He's just fun to read.
0: Totally. I just, anyway, I think that's so clever. I love that kind of stuff where the author is like his own story his, in oh, and of itself. Yes. Right?
1: Yes. Absolutely. That is super fun. Yeah. He's cool, fun. It's a really a great good book. one
0: to end on. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That was a good load of yeah, books. Yeah. There you go. You guys have a lot to dig into. You Take your pick. Right?
1: Don't ever feel like you have to read all of them. We know we read a lot. Just pick your favorite. But Yeah. Whatever stands out to you, we want to hear if you read it and what you think. Yeah, tell us. You can find us
0: on Instagram and Facebook.
1: You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com.
0: Please rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Share the love. We we just always want to hear from you and what you think. Yeah.
1: Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music.
0: Yeah. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your Your Book book club.